shot through the chart. Ladies and gentlemen. Gentlemen and ladies. Welcome back. Uh, this is Shot Through the Chart Music Review Podcast. My name is Stephanie. I am AC Ponce. We are about to get into the number 15 to number 11. Golly, guys. I can't believe we've gotten this far. Right? This fast. I feel like this is probably the fastest we've ever moved. We're so consistent this year. Woo! We really are. Shout out to New Year's resolutions. Right? <laughs> um, so, AC, for those of us who... For those of those... Out, those of those, for our newer for listeners. those people out there that don't know who we are and what we do, what do we do here at Shot Through the Chart? So what we do at Shot Through the Chart is we take a look at a year's... Um, Billboard Hot 100, year-end Hot 100, mm-hmm. and we take a look at low five-year, five-year, five-song increments yep. going down from song number 40 to number one. What do we do with those 60, to, or what is it, 60 songs between 40 and 100 that we don't We do our honorable read? mentions. That's on episode one. If you haven't heard that yet, you can jump back. But today we've got five songs. Number and we're gonna review. To we're gonna review each and every one of them. Steph's got them loaded up in the computer box over there. Y'all are not ready. Not ready. Mm. This is. I feel like last episode was pretty good. It was pretty good. This one, it ended I feel pretty like, strong. Yeah, I feel like this one that was gonna set the tone for the rest of the chart. Really? Like it's that good. There's one one song on here that I don't even know, and it's that good. Really? Yes. But before we do that, let's do some updates. What are we doing? What do you have? What have you been doing? What's your musical uh, playlist been looking like this week? Uh, my musical playlist. Um, so it's kind of funny. Last week was Andrea Bocelli and T Pain. Mm-hmm. But I had a DJing gig uh, this past. Uh, this past Wednesday. week, yeah, and so the theme was like shred your excuses, mm-hmm. and I interpreted that to be like they wanted songs that are really guitar heavy mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, so I kind of had to reach back. Okay. I had to go deep into my emo days mm-hmm. and find some songs, um, and then I kind of rediscovered some old ones as well. Um, so a couple songs here that I. That's going to take me a minute to pull them all up for a second here. But can you turn me up? I think I'm number seven, Leah. Um, that's not the song, but that is also a good song. But in my younger years, in my more emo years, I was very into a band that went by the name, or goes by the name, of Senses Fail. Can you turn me up there? This is Rum is for Drinking, Not Burning. Uh, I know my... Wow. Yeah. It's very, uh, Turn it down a little bit. It's very... Uh, it's legitimately angsty. You it is what? very angsty. I used to this listen very to a, much... a band called Alistair mm-hmm. that sounded very similar. They were featured in the movie uh, Sleepover. Yeah, I think just that, that time period was very rife with... Uh, with this type of music in my life, at least, um, the Let it, "Let It Enfold You" album. My best friend actually texted me the other day. He was like, "You remember that album?" I was like, "I can't forget." Like, <laughs> um, but like, just a bunch of like old 
emo songs, mm-hmm. Hawthorne Heights, nice. Ohio is for Lovers. Mm-hmm. Can you turn, turn me up there for those of you unfamiliar? Just a little bit of that background scream there. Um, but I really just kind of reached back into into my into my more heavy rock youth. Um, what's the name of that song? Did you ever listen to Jack's Mannequin? No, I did not. Dark Blue is a great song. You need to be on mic more. I am on mic. I can see my little thingy. It's it's in the I yellow. Can barely hear you. Um, How rude! What's the name of the song? Um, oh yeah. Okay. Um, let me get another one in here. I'm gonna try and get two more in there. Mm-hmm. Um, Because it's all going to lead. Here we go. I was very much into Slipknot. I have Wait, uh, not Wait and Bleed, excuse me, which is a good song. Before I forget, this was probably the time that, like, this was my last entry into into Slipknot. Mm -hmm. I was, like, into all their stuff prior to this song, but this was kind of the last one I kept up with. But I love me some Slipknot. Um... They're just good for for real. Oh, okay. That's that's the internet just saying no more. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it went a little softer today. I was still kind of like in that rock kick, but it went a little softer today. Uh, let me see if I can bring it up real quick. I remember this song specifically. My sister wanted wanted uh was really into roller coaster tycoon mm-hmm. but i couldn't find it at the time and at the time there was a video game that came out came out called thrillville for huh. xbox not xbox 360 uh-huh. og xbox and i got her this game and then this song was on it it's called uh, the show by hawk nelson I just totally skipped the. I don't know the song at all. But it sounds like something I would have listened to. Yeah. They all kind of sound the same, but of course, when you have that nostalgia factor, they're completely different. Yeah. Um, and then I had to go back to this one. This band, um, I was a fan. I was a fan of theirs um, without even knowing it. Uh, one of my all-time favorite bands is Reliant K, but that's not the that's not the band that I'm talking about now. Mm-hmm. Um, the first ever concert I went to was a Reliant K concert. Okay. And the opener of the show was this band, House of Heroes. Okay. Now, for those of you who who are unfamiliar with them, I think if you re- listen to the radio, you are familiar with a part of them. Because the guy who was the drummer mm-hmm. for House of Heroes went on to form a little band by the name of Twenty One Pilots. Ah, yeah. So, okay. um, so Josh Dunn, he was the drummer for this band. Because um, every time I, I, every time I look at um, House of Hero, House of Heroes, um, if you can turn up a little bit, House of Heroes um, music videos. If you look on YouTube. In the comments, all they're ever talking about is Josh Dunn, Josh Dunn. Mm-hmm. 
I got a little sick of it, but either way, I love House of Heroes. Uh, we got a chance. Tim Skipper, the lead singer of House of Heroes, actually performed at my best friend's church. Just kind of, kind of as a solo. It was really cool. Got to meet him. Um, but I love their I love their music. Um, it's 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 not quite as there's not a whole lot of screaming going on, but I definitely like their sound. So if you if never if you've never listened to any House of Heroes, I suggest go checking them out. Uh, Cold Hard Want is a good album. I don't I haven't kept up with any other recent stuff, but uh, if you if I don't know. Just just type in House of Heroes, and the first couple songs that you'll see are, are really, really good ones. Um, in the Valley of the Dying Sun, Out My Way, which is what, what I just played by House of Heroes, So Far Away, is probably the song that got me into them. Actually, I'm going to go ahead and, and play them a little bit. Um, I want to get to the chorus, because the chorus is so good. Uh, can you turn it down some so I can try and find it? Okay, here, turn it up. So, yeah, so if you actually want to see Josh Dunn, if that's what you're there for, uh, if you look for, if you search for the music video, um, God Save the Foolish Kings, um, he is in that, he is in that music video. He's in the back there um, in that one, so... Uh, life-wise, let's not talk about it. <laughs> anyway, Steph, what you got going in your life? Um, so this week, obviously, Valentine's Day. Y'all are going to be sick of hearing me say that. So it's I survived Valentine's over. Day. Yay. Um, and honestly, it wasn't as bad. Like, it was bad. But it was not as bad as, it's a sensor. Um, it was not as bad as I thought it was going to be, but also I have a really great uh, team at my store uh, that, you know, really looked out for me and make sure, like, hey, you need help, you got this covered, you know, all that stuff. So um, I try not to rely on them. I try to, you know, make sure I'm doing my managerial duty. But uh, it was really great just, uh-huh. to, you know, duty. to have them. <sighs> How old are you? But uh, this week, because I've been really, like, after Valentine's was Day, Valentine's Day was over, like, I didn't listen to anything. I didn't listen to any music. But then after once it was over, I was like, um, I hope I get a bonus for Valentine's, which usually because I'm a manager, I don't get the overtime for all the hours I work, but I get a bonus. So I'm hoping that I get a decent amount of bonus that I can get us some tickets to the Millennium Tour, uh, TB2K and all of them in concert in either Houston or Dallas. I'm leaning more towards Houston because I hate Dallas traffic. Houston traffic is terrible too, but I feel like I'd rather brave them and then find the food that I like afterwards and drive home and be happy and sit in traffic, you know. But uh, so just wanted to point out, so the lineup currently is, of course, B2K, Mario, Pretty Ricky, Lloyd, Bobby V, which is Bobby Valentino, uh, Ying Yang Twins, and Chingy. Guys. Chingy's just going to come out for his one song, and that's it. It's not one song. <laughs> that's it. That's all he's got. If y'all know anything about, like, girls that were born in the early 90s, like, I'm you know. Sing, I'm going to sing my song and then sit right there. Oh, jeez. 
Stop it. So, but, uh, like, it's just, like, a thing. I never got to see them in concert. Like, I wasn't, like, a concert-going person, obviously, when I was younger. Um, but, like, it was something I always, always, and, like, I, I watched their, like, breakup and all this whole thing, like, live on TV. Uh, and, like, I was crushed. I genuinely cried. And, like, I was so upset. Because they were my fra- my favorite. Like, I feel like after, like, after those groups, like, boy bands kind of really fell away up until One Direction came out. I feel like, you know, they tried to create, they tried to create all these boy bands, and they never really stuck for more than, like, one album, you know? And then they kind of just fizzled out and nobody saw them. But then, you know, when One Direction came out, you know, they had all these hits and, you know, everybody after them. So that was great. But uh, I'm really excited, and I really, really cannot wait. Uh, the one, the show in Houston is like April 17th or something. So I'm hoping that we can get the day off. We can go make a whole trip of it, and it'll be amazing. And of course, we'll do some shop through the chart vlogness for that. Of course, for your viewing pleasure. Uh, they had an interview. All four of them together had an interview on the real. Um, this week and I didn't get a chance to watch it yet uh, and I cannot wait to watch it and it's just going to be crazy to see them all together like sitting on the couch like interviewing like they used to like on 106 and Park back in the early 2000s like with all the girls like oh my god um as you can tell I'm out of breath now because I'm so so <laughs> so excited yes. so here for your ear listening pleasure here's some B2K I hope you thoroughly. Maybe there is something that I need. Come on, baby, turn around and let me see that sexy party go bum, bum, bum. Okay, literally, guys. Just, I can't wait. I cannot wait. I can't. Literally, I have not been this excited about, like, many things. But this is... One of them, like the highlight of my life will be going to this concert because I was such a super fan when I was a kid. And of course, when you're a kid, like you're just like, oh, I'm going to marry them one day. It's kind of like you me with, a, with that Backstreet Boys concert that you that you took me to. It's just like yes. life complete. Yes. Like it's surreal. Like it's amazing. Also, uh, I was driving home uh, one late night this week and there's going to be, um, I guess, like a 90s reunion concert um at the um the venue that we went to see Backstreet Boys so it's hosted by Lance Bass of NSYNC but NSYNC is not going to be there it's just hosted by Lance Bass and Aaron Carter you think they're ever gonna reunite I don't know and that would be great because it's not like they I don't think they like ended on bad terms you know it kind of just Justin just kind of right he took just his took ball off. and left yeah so let me see if I can bring it up but I know Aaron Carter will be there. Who else will be there? Um, trying to think, trying to think, trying to think. You told me a couple of them, and I can't think of them off the top of my head. Hold on, I'm pulling them up now. Oh, Tyler Hilton, O-Town. Uh, so, oh, Ryan Cabrera. People that we loved in the early 2000s that, I mean, I, depending on the price of the tickets, 
I will definitely want to go because that was not and that was not a bad concert that we went to for Backstreet Boys. No. I wonder if there's going to be like other. So those are the featured perform performers. So I wonder who's going to be their openers, mm-hmm. kind of like with the concert we went to. You know, so it'll be interesting. I'm very interested. I mean, I'm very interested to see. Uh, that is happening in Cedar Park, Texas, at the AGB Center, mm-hmm. uh, March seventeenth. Oh no, May seventeenth. Yeah, so freaked out there. No, 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 May seventeenth. So imagine if we go to the B2K concert, the Millennium Tour, mm-hmm. in April, and then go to that concert in May. Yeah. Right. Like, hopefully, it'd be like a once a month. You know, what? You're creeping me out. Just, just. <laughs> you looked around like something was about to pop no, out. I just. Oh I, my gosh. Don't worry about it. Anyway, so. Anyway, that would be amazing. Like back to back, like '90s, like inspired concerts, you know, or even early 2000s inspired concerts. Yeah. Ah, my brain can't handle that much amazingness. So I'm gonna stop rambling because all I'm gonna say is, oh my gosh. Yeah. We are still trying to find a guest for our. Uh... Oh, 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 oh! That's oh, wait, what happened no. this week too. Also, so during Valentine's Day, I hired temp workers uh, to help me out at my store, and one of them is a local Austin rapper. Hello. Sorry, guys. One of them is a local Austin rapper, and. Wait, oh, here. Yeah. I can't. Okay. It all doesn't right, go all right, Okay. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Sheesh. Anyway, so one of the local Austin rapper, I don't have his like rap name yet. I don't want to divulge anything yet um, because we haven't, you know, hashed things out. But um, he was just talking to another temp worker and they're talking about music. And then he's like, yeah, he's like, I'll give you my SoundCloud, you know. And she's like, okay, mind you, this is like a significantly older woman uh, of a completely different demographic. And she was like, oh, I'll look you up online. Maybe my son will know who you are. Like, it was just really adorable. So I whipped around and I was like, what do you do? And he was like, oh, I'm a rapper. And I was like, really? So I asked him, I was like, hey, I was like, would you be interested in doing interviews? And he was like, I love doing interviews we'll figure something out. Let's sit down and talk. And I was like, okay. So I just have to reach out to him and make that happen. But I'm pretty excited. Um, I do want to look up his SoundCloud first before, of course, I choose to actually interview him. But he's verified. Right. And yes, he is on SoundCloud. He's verified. So he must have some following, some following or some good music that people are willing to listen to. Right. Right. So that's what I'm hoping. It's like, it's good enough. Like, because sometimes SoundCloud rapper does not come with the best implications. But if he's verified, to me, that means SoundCloud at least has, you know. Right, right. So, I don't know. I'm interested, and I would love to interview him Uh, more so. I would love to go back to uh, the Shed Quarters in Austin. Um, But he lives north. So, I don't know if the Shed Quarters would be a great location to meet with him. We'll figure we'll, it out. That's we'll, that's. Yeah. Let's not show how the sausage is made too much. Um, have you never heard that expression? No, and it's kind of creepy. That's the point. I don't like that. That's the point of that expression. It's like I you don't, don't want to show people how the sausage is made because sausage making is pretty gross. Okay. How much time do we have left into the break? Uh, we got about ten minutes. Ten minutes. I don't even know what to talk about here, but um, I found him. <laughs> did you? Did you know? Um, so I was just kind of looking 
today. I wanted to do a game, but I could not find any. Um, I could not find a way to make it into game form. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wanted to look at what people have have stated as the worst lyrics oh, no. of all time. Oh no! And some of these I have to disagree with. Like, um, let me see if I can bring it up. Because uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of different outlets that that have lists of like worst lyrics of all time. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me see if I can find one of them. And some of their lists go from like fifty to forty. Some of them are just like ten. Okay. Uh, and some of them, I'm not even like I'm not too mad at the actual lyrics. So I mean, oh boy, this is gonna get interesting. Let me know when you're ready. I'm waiting for his SoundCloud to load. I know. There's freaking internet in here. I think because we have so many things open right now. Yeah, I know. I can't even search for this stupid thing. Let me... SoundCloud, I I don't want to get your app. I just want to look at you. Guys, I promise once we get reliable internet, we will have our stuff all together. But as of right now, it's just really setting where we're at right now. I mean, now. it was working earlier. I'm looking at blank pages right now. So, anyway, uh, I think some of the examples... Of I think some of the examples... Um, uh, I got a feeling they had a problem... Okay, this one was kind of dumb, but the, the line, the the lyric, essentially where they're breaking down the week, like Monday, Tuesday... what. Like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Saturday, and Sunday. Like that, like, I, like, I get it, like, it's kind of dumb, but they're kind of making a point in what they're saying, though. Like, I don't... What are they saying? They're saying, like, every day, like, we're, we're, we're partying every day. I mean, that is literally the next line, party every day. It's like, that is the setup to it, like... That, and that's kind of like why it upset me. It's like you you want to take these these lyrics out of context, uh, but like it it would be more dumb like to not to not say that. Like, how would you set that up? You know, you could you, you can make it just boring and say we party every day, mm-hmm. but I don't know. Hmm. Here we go. Enrique Iglesias, I can be your hero. The dumb lyric is, I can be your hero, baby. I can kiss away the pain. I don't think that's dumb. I would like to know the context for which they chose these but lyrics. Here's like, the thing. I like, don't get in, it. in all these cases, it's the same thing. It's just like, yes, if you said this to somebody, yes, that is 100% cheesy and dumb. And that's like all music nowadays. Yeah, but like at the same time, it's... You have to think of the poetry of it too. Like, that's that's kind of why like I didn't want to make it into a game because like yes these these are silly, and they they can be nonsensical out of context. But if you think if if you put it in the song and in context, they make a hundred percent sense. I don't know. And my, I'm getting more upset because my internet's not working to actually bring up any other one, any other, uh, 
any other lyrics, but I don't know. It's it's kind of it's kind of dumb, and I would have way more of a point if I had more of them that I could share. But I don't know. It's just it's yes, there are some really dumb lyrics out there, like you know, I am the Eggman, you are the Walrus. But for some reason, like it works in the song, like like that song is intended to be nonsensical, like. Oh wait, I forgot. You're not a big Beatles person, so you're not familiar with that lyric, are you? I mean, I I'm a oh I was forced to listen. Okay, all right. So. But anyway, like I think there's no. So what you're saying is you're upset with the list for even existing because why? No, I'm not upset with the list because there are dumb lyrics out there. It's just the ones they chose. Little Wayne has a lot of them. <laughs> I think Lil Wayne was on there too. Oh, there was okay. There was one. Um, Diddy song. Uh huh. Something about money hanging out his anus. That was pretty bad. What? That one was pretty bad. I don't remember that even being a lyric. Yeah, that that yeah, yeah. That one was actually pretty pretty terrible. Jeez. Oh, um, but other than that, like when it if it's a line that works in the song. Mm-hmm. I don't think it should be it might, classified as dumb. It might just be like someone caught the song at like a random time and then they heard a lyric that didn't make sense to them because they have no context because, yeah. they didn't, you know, that's what that list sounds like to me. Yeah, I think I, I think uh, I think that's what it is. But at the same time, like it's still I don't know, I I, I, I will find a way to formulate a better point and find <laughs> worse lyrics. Check the description below. <laughs> there is no description below. <laughs> there could be one. Oh, what for? Oh, for us or for yes. the video, or for which one? For the podcast, and you can make your point there. In the description box. Yeah, we don't have it. There's a description box when you. Yeah, post. but I I don't put anything in there except for just the information. This is a perfect opportunity for you to do so. To do what? Put your point. No, because nobody reads those things. How do you know? I. All Would I you guys is, read it if you wrote in there? Let us know. I'm not writing anything in there. I'm just going to put the usual stuff I put in there. I ain't got time for that, all right? Don't have time to research either, do you? <laughs> if I had solid internet. <laughs> that's, what I, that's why I screenshot. I know our internet's not reliable, so I screenshot what I want to talk about so I don't lose it. It's okay. I can't screenshot a music video and hope the song plays. You can write it down. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just coming up with options. Just, just move on to the next segment. <laughs> All right, guys. We will be back with number with songs number fifteen to eleven of the Billboard Hot 100 of 1995. We will see you later. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, we are ready. Are you ready? I'm very ready. No, you're not. I can just tell you right now, you are not ready. I will take your word for it then, I guess. All right. So, number 15, we have 
all for one. I can love you. Ooh, like hello. That. Okay. I'm in it. It's always going to be good when you start off with a yo. Mm-hmm. A la Johnny Gill. Yes. So, the song is actually originally a country song. Mm-hmm. Guys, what in the world? Okay. Uh, it is originally um, recorded and performed by John Michael Montgomery. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was released in 95 as the first single on his self-titled debut album. Um, and it reached the top on the Billboard Hot Country Singles. But, of course, there has to be an R&B alternative yes. to this amazing song. Um, so, the song is actually certified gold, all for one's version. Mm-hmm. Um, it peaked at number five, and it sold 600,000 copies. Guys. Does anyone not know the song? Does anyone would, not like this song? I would say this is a lesser known All For One song. How? I feel like this is the first one that I know when I think of All For One. Not country. Not I Swear? Nope. It's this really? One. Yeah. I Swear was higher. I know. Exactly. Point. I don't know. I don't know. This that's is the uh, one that's I know. A, that's a question for maybe the the B side, or we'll put mm. that up somewhere. Which uh, which all for one song do you know more? Right. Uh, shockingly a- and upsettingly, on the R and B singles Billboard mm-hmm. chart, it only reached number forty. Mm. Okay. Uh, but in Canada, it reached number four. In New Zealand, it reached number two. UK number thirty three. Although it was featured um, on the BBC's uh, Top of the Pops. It only peaked at 33, which kind of sucks. A little weird. But I just want you guys to, like, hear the country version. Like, I just... Yeah. It's important, okay? So, a couple of country songs that I know have have gone over into the, into the R&B world of recent. Mm-hmm. So, of course, Nelly did a cover of Thomas Rhett's Happy Man. Did he? He did, and I don't like it. I haven't heard it. I, I like Nelly, and I, we love that song. Yes. But for some, it's just not as good. Uh, and then Take Your Time, I Forgot Who By. Uh, there was an R&B version of that one, but um, I, I that one also bothered me as well. Not because it's it's it went from country to R and B, but because the original country song bothered me as well because oh, there's a lot okay. of just like talk singing. Oh, and you're not a fan of talk singing. You'd rather just hear someone singing, yeah. and enjoying the music. But I feel oh, like I the R and B version of that is there is a bit more singing. Uh huh. I guess in the R and B version, it feels a bit more like more like rapping. Okay. But it still just sounds like talking rather than hmm. actual rapping. Like it doesn't feel. I don't know. I don't know. So you have the all for one version in your head right now, right? Yes. Get ready. All this time that you've been I am not upset with this at all. I actually there are some parts that are really twangy, but 
I feel like this sounds more like an all for one Actually, song. Actually, you know what? I think now that I'm like rec- re- blah, 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 remem- remembering mm-hmm. my youth, I feel like I heard this. I feel like my mom was a fan of this song. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why I know the all for one version mm. first. Okay. Versus this. I remember. I remember this music video for sure. I like the tempo of this one better. Yeah. It feels. I love her wedding dress. <laughs> I, I feel like the slower yes. tempo kind of lends itself better mm-hmm. to the song. All for One's version was a little more up tempo, a little yeah. more. I wouldn't. It's not dancey. It's like right on the edge of dancey. But right. Um, but yeah, I like the original country version a little bit more, to be honest. Hmm. Interesting. Because in in the All for One version, the reason why I like All for One is because, you know, they have really good harmonies, but I'm not really getting that in this one. Well, no, because it's just one person. Hmm? No, 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 no. I'm saying in the All for One version, I Uh am not getting the harmonies. Uh. Like I did in in I Swear. Or, um... Uh, I think they're in there. They're just not as... I don't know. I don't know. Not as pronounced. Yeah, I don't know if the song really lends itself. Yeah, when you have a good band like All for One that does really great harmonies or Boys to Men, you expect exactly. Yeah, I gotcha. I gotcha. All right, moving on to number fourteen. Yeah. Is you Um, ready? Well, before we move on, so this was number fifteen. Fifteen. I'm okay with where it's at, but only because I know what the Next few ones are. I would put this in the bottom half of the 40. What? I would put it in the 40, but it'd be somewhere in the 20s or 30s. Oh, I'm not happy good. with it. I'm not happy with it in the teens. Okay. I think maybe the highest, I, like the lowest I would put it is in the 20s. I don't think I'd put it in the 30s or 40s. I'd put it 31. I, just because the, la- the staying the power, lowest. I think, for me. It really doesn't have that staying power for me. I think it does. I think I think the country version has more staying power. Than the all for one version. No. <laughs> you just no? no. I'm not allowed to have an opinion like that. No. <laughs> Jeez. Okay. That's where ready? I stand on that. <laughs> so number fourteen is Blues Traveler. Mm, okay. Run around. Yes. I love this song so much. Once it starts playing, this music video has a little bit of an intro. I always have known the song. I didn't yes. know who ever sang it or what it was it called. It took me forever to find out, like, the name of the artist. Uh, I, Listen, this I, harmonica deal was I like... just I didn't even know the name of the song was Runaround until you said it. I just knew this is that okay. Blues Traveler song. But I love it. I don't know. Like, anyway, I'll let you do your thing first. And no, that, I mean, I really enjoyed this song. I never knew who it was. I never knew the name of the song. But uh, it the song won the band's first Grammy Award in 95 for the best rock vocal performance by a group. Wow. Yes. This song has a Grammy, y'all. I mean, it is a, a good song. It is so catchy. It but has a lot of staying power. It peaked at number eight. That was it. And number 13 in Canada. <laughs> I can't explain that. I mean, it's just, it's a really good song. So... I don't even think anyone knows any of the lyrics. No. I have not met a single person who could sing this song. We kind of just jump around and mumble. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's just... 
So actually, uh, this song was pretty important because in 94, so it was written in 90, let's see. It was written in 93, uh, and their frontman, John Popper, was the one who, you know, played it uh, during a solo show, but the band itself didn't play it uh, until February of 94, and that show was pretty important to them because mm-hmm. it was at BCBG, and it introduced the, their next album, which is named Four. Mm-hmm. Um, but the song tells of the relationship between their frontman and the original bass player, her name was Felicia, and he had a crush on her, and but and he was worried because they shared, of course, you know, they worked together. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, according to another guitarist, the two still remain close friends even after the events of the songs. Uh, and then, of course, she was subject to another song later on called Felicia. <laughs> uh, honestly, this is the only Blues Traveler song that I know. Uh, in their live shows. Runaround has been played 997 times as of February 2016. I mean, I think that's... 54% of their show, of their shows, since their debut. Yeah, I mean, you probably just stick around for this song, and then you leave. You know what's crazy? Which is probably, they probably play it last yes. in their sets, and oh, then yeah. they leave. So Or an encore. Essentially. So, the song was originally slower. It was a slow song. And it was moodier because of how he was feeling when he wrote the song. But for recording, they sped it up. Yeah, I think I think the appeal of the song is that kind of like up-tempo kind of... I don't know what, what... Just that little... I don't want to say it's like kind of swingy, but it's it's really not. Yeah, I gotcha. All right. You, you, get, you get what I'm saying? Though? It's just kind of... It moves. And you know what's pretty interesting? VH1 did a 100 greatest show, uh, greatest songs of the 90s. Mm-hmm. This one reached number yeah, 76. Absolutely, absolutely. I don't doubt that at all. Right? I think it's. I think it works. I'm yeah. not mad at it at all. How do you like where it's at, though? Yeah, I mean, 14. I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it at all. Um, I would probably, if I needed to bump it down, mm-hmm. go down to the 20s. But I'm okay with 14, just because of the the. The staying power, and I mean, I, I'm not going to say nostalgia necessarily, but mm-hmm. like, this is one of those songs, like, you hear it, you know it, you may not know the words or like who yeah. it is, but like, the song is so recognizable. Mm-hmm. After the first time you hear it, like, it's not going to leave your head. Yeah. Um, well, at least the music part, because right. nobody knows the Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> one day we'll look up the lyrics. I think the only word that people know is run around, but I don't even think people make the connection right. that that's the title of the song, mm-hmm. so... Um, but no, I, I like it, and the harmonica in it, like I said, I it's love just that. it's That's really, really good harmonica. I like it. I I think if I remember correctly, the guy has like harmonica holsters, like when he oh no, he has like a freaking bandolier that like goes across his chest mm-hmm. of like harmonicas that oh, of like boy. in different keys and stuff that it'll pull out. That's pretty um, cool. That's that's what I heard, and I think I saw, but I can't confirm that right this minute. That's but, funny. We'll confirm it later. Yeah, <laughs> but he he's a straight up harmonicist. I don't know if that's the word. <laughs> if you play the harmonica out there, let us know what let you us call know. yourself. Yeah, what do you call yourself? A badass. <laughs> My sister plays harmonica and she writes her own songs, oh, okay. and they're pretty cool. Anyway, anyway, number thirteen. We'll get around interviewing her. Never. I anyway. was say she's not an artist musically. Not yet. 
She might be. Anyway. I mean, if she's trying, she's I mean, writing she, songs yeah. and stuff like that. Anyway. anyway. <laughs> Number 13, a personal favorite of mine, mm-hmm. Adina Howard, Freak Like Me. Yep. Yep. I know we just went from one opposite to the other, yeah. but guys, if y'all don't know the beginning of this music, and that means you don't know the song, I'm so sorry for you. I shouldn't have been listening to the song as a child, but I was. I mean, just based off the, the title of the song, I am vaguely familiar with the song. Is it because I used to play it? Possibly. So this is kind of like a girl powery empowerment song. Like I, it's like No Scrubs. It's like the original version of No mm. Scrubs. Like I want what I want, and then I can take care of myself. Mm-hmm. Kind of situation. So, uh, yeah, growing up listening to the song it was great. Um, but it's funny because. It hit, of course, number one on the R&B chart in the U.S. I do know this song. It hit number four on the hot dance music of the U.S. It hit number two on the hot R&B. It hit number. It peaked at number two on the Billboard Hot 100. I see this song being played in like a sweaty, like hip hop dance club. Funny you say that. <laughs> so there's a group called Sugar Babes. In 2002, they mm. recorded a cover of this song. British group. They right? are a British group. Yeah. This is their best-selling song. Hmm. So the um, the writer and producer, Richard X, he fused together uh, the musical background of Our Friends Electric and Freak Like Me. Are y'all ready to hear this? No, you're not. <laughs> Neither are you. <laughs> I'm not a fan of this video game. <laughs> and this is funny that you said that because this video takes place in a sweaty 90s mu- uh, club. Mm, wow. Basement club. Mm. I'm very surprised that this is their, like, number one hit. I don't know if, like, British people, like, club music is like this. I hope, I hope not. Right? But I'm like... I can't... I couldn't dance to this. Right. This feels like... It just Like, you like describe like, sweaty 90s dance club, but, like... This is, like, this gyrating feel, sweaty. No, that's, that's yeah. not even... This is, like... I'm watching it. It's creepy. <laughs> You know what? The, okay, if it reminds me of a club, of a club, you know what kind of club it reminds me of? It reminds me of like the opening scene of Blade. <laughs> okay. Like the vampire yes. dance club. Okay, you yes. know what? Yes. Yeah. I could see that. That could work. And then, eventually, the sprinklers will grow. Go. Grow. Will the grow. sprinklers will grow. <laughs> it's been a long day. Oh, uh, that's hilarious. It just but, feels so gritty, like right. And I think that was his point. But again, anyone British out there listening to the show, can you confirm what your clubs are like? Because that felt a little 
a little dirty. Like, yeah. the song already is dirty, but that background music with it makes it feel gritty and nasty. Yeah. Not hot and sweaty. <laughs> I mean, hot and sweaty is supposed to be nasty, but it's, it's a different, it's a yeah. different like, nasty yeah. for some yeah. reason. I, I don't know. But let's, what do you think about where the original Adina Howard is on the chart? Thoughts? Sandwich between, uh, I mean, like, right after... You know, Blues Traveler and All for One. It's number 13. We've had a lot of songs that are easily more recognizable than that one. Yeah, I agree. We've had I a agree. lot of songs that could easily beat that one out. If it needs to be in the 40, I would put it at 40. Really? Yeah. Because it's, it's a good song, don't get me wrong. Mm. And And do I think it deserves to be in the top 40? <laughs> we there were still so many songs. I'm still reeling over Michael Jackson songs yeah. and Jan Jackson songs not being in the top forty. So I mean, I can make an excuse for that, but I'm cool with it because I like the song and I know the song. Like I said, if it has to be there, forty is fine. But I would not. If it was up to me, I wouldn't put it in there. Hmm. I would put it close. Okay, maybe forty five, maybe forty four, but not. In the top 40. If it has to be there, I'll put it at 40. Just because the caliber of all the other songs, mm-hmm. I think is just significantly higher than it. Okay. All right. I'm not mad at your logic. At least not too mad. I mean, just going back to staying power and like how, like, how recognizable it is today. Mm-hmm. It, I just don't feel like it. I mean, it's recognizable to a lot of people. I'm I mean, sure. Hey, I'm, I'm but, sure. But, you know, there there are Filipino songs that are recognizable to me. That doesn't mean, like, everybody knows them, you know. So, I mean, I, I'm sure for a certain demographic that grew up in that age uh, range and stuff like that, uh-huh. yes, I'm sure it's recognizable. But for me, I mean, I, I was three when the song came out. Well, there so. you go. Anyway. Next, number 12. You're going to love this one. Oh, boy. I'm not even going to tell you what Am I going to have a yet. breakdown again like yes. I did last time? Yes, you are. Where are we at? Oh, is a helicopter. Look at his okay. face. I can't wait till you guys see our videos because his face, he couldn't handle it. This is, of course, Water Runs Dry. By the one and only Boyz II Men. Oh, this song is so good. So, of course, you know who wrote this song and produced it? Nope. Babyface. It no. sounds like Babyface. Yeah, it does sound like a Babyface song. It reached number two. And guess what? It reached number two, but it was barred from the top by... Have you ever really loved a woman by Brian Adams? You know how upset that makes me. It justifies my love for that song just so much more because I love the song too, but that song, mm, yes, hundred percent. Anyway, um, I love how, like, this is a, this is such a great breakup song. Mm-hmm. Would you put it in that category? Yeah. Kind of breakup songish. Um, the first lyric is "We don't even talk anymore." Yeah, and it's it's just so somber and just so. But can we hear those harmonies? Like, 
Well, not yet. It, yeah, Sorry. it's like at the end of the yeah. end of the choruses. Um, These white outfits in the white desert sand. Uh, it's it's yeah no this is a great song um oh that's just a great little just that bit of it like crescendo of of i don't even know what to say what what to call it you just hear the way their voices meld together like it's so seamless yeah it's pretty great um I don't even like. I don't even know how I want to. It like I wanted to say something to where, like I could sum up what I'm feeling about this song, but it's just really, really good. It's amazing, so amazing that of course there are people who have covered it, including a contemporary Christian group called the Katinas. Yes, they're Filipino. That I saw live five years ago. And I, in their in the Boys to Men Wikipedia page for that song, it mentions the Katinas, really? specifically, and their cover. So wow. we're gonna listen to a little bit of it. This is a group of five brothers. I like this a lot. It's like, it's got a different, I don't know, it's not the melody's not different, but. I'm sure somebody who knows way more about music than me would probably correct me, but I feel like they're not harmonizing here. Right. They're just kind of singing the same they're notes. They're singing together, yeah. Yeah. Which is fine, but... I don't know. I kind of like that. I don't know why. I just liked it. I didn't... Like, I wasn't a fan of the beginning. But I really liked when they started singing the chorus together. I it, don't know it what it... It sounded good. I won't argue with that, but... I liked it a lot. Obviously not more than Boys to right, Men. Right, But it I just think doesn't it was a great... Up. I think it was a great compliment to the song itself right. you know um but guys we're already at number 11 oh gosh we are we're gonna be in the top 10 we are moving and grooving what is happening this season excuse your microphone um are you ready i we'll see you i haven't been ready this uh, this whole time apparently so <laughs> and it's been good right it's been pretty great not gonna lie these are some solid songs so the last song of this episode, number 11, is I Know by Dion Ferris. I did not know the name of the song or the lady who sang it, but I know this music. Yes, it is a black lady. She has a great voice. Mm, okay. Yeah, yes. I have that same moment. Yeah, it's like... The second she started singing, it's like, yes, I know this mm-hmm. song. This is her first single. Her first single And it year ever. ends at 11. And it year ends at 11? 
and it hit number four. It peaked not number four. Imagine having your first song ever peak at number four yeah, on the Billboard Hot 100. Kind of insane. It was number one in Canada's top singles. It was number one on the U.S. mainstream top 40. Like, it number two on the Adult Contemporary Billboard chart. Like, what? what? It was nominated for a Grammy for Best Female Pop Vocal Performance in 96. It spent 10 consecutive weeks at number one on the Billboard Mainstream 40. Insane. I feel like this is like the perfect example of like this 90s pop rock. Mm Mm-hmm. That kind of, we talked about with Sophie B. Hawkins Mm -hmm. a couple of songs back. Um, It's like, it's rock, but it's not heavy enough to like not make it onto the airwaves. Right. You know? There's not much else about this song. Uh Uh-huh. But I don't think it really needs anything else. Like, if you just are listening to this song. Yeah. You automatically like it. Just because it's. It's an uppy, happy. It yeah. just feels light. It's a good song, but I'm. I mean, congratulations for making it that high, but I don't think it should be as high as it is. Looking back on it from from our perspective now, mm-hmm. I'm sure then, like this was like you know, yes, it was 100 percent deserving, but as of right now, just for I would put it in the 20s. I I don't think this is the kind of song like. There are songs where people are like, I gotta put this on, put this song on now because mm-hmm. like it just hit my brain. Yeah. Like if I, I feel don't, like this would be one for me. I do. I, I knew what you were saying. I don't. I, I think you know what my determining factor would it would actually be depends on what the lyrics are honestly mm-hmm. because once I know what the lyrics are and I have the, if this gets in my head yeah then. Yeah, it might be. It's it not might be it. one of those. That's, it's not it for me. I mean, I, I've had that. Even, like, if we want to talk about like not ha- knowing the lyrics, I I have thrown on Blues Traveler just for the heck of having Blues Traveler on, um, because that is such a good song. But I don't think I'm ever gonna be like, you know, what, let me pull up my YouTube right now. Let me pull up Spotify and pull up Dion Ferris. Ferris you know, I don't think I would ever do that for Blues Traveler though. Mm. Uh, I don't know. This one, yeah, I not. I don't think that's ever gonna happen for me for this. This for feels this song. very nineties though. This yeah, is like this song could be like the opening theme song to any nineties like sitcom. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, absolutely. That's what that feels like. Like if they made a nineties version of that's that seventies show, mm-hmm. like that could yeah. be it. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I I dig Even that. Even though they tried Let's to make a that make a that eighties that eighties show, I think they tried to do that and that didn't Ugh. go off so well. So doesn't sound like it would go off that well. But anyway, guys. Well, now they made the Goldbergs, and that's essentially what that is now. Oh, so, guys, that was number fifteen to number eleven. Mm-hmm. I think that was a pretty solid list. Pretty good. Pretty. Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty great and good pretty rude that i don't know i just i thoroughly enjoyed that especially boys to men how can you not be happy with boys to men uh i'm trying to think blues traveler i was happy with mm-hmm. um 
What about All for One? All for One, I was happy with until you played the John Michael Montgomery, and I was mm-hmm. like, that one's a little better. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, I mean, but the the list is good. I mean, this is yeah. this is still I can't argue. And that's still only number fifteen to number eleven. Out of those, very few of them I could argue don't belong in the top forty. Mm-hmm. So. Let's see. Hold on. <laughs> what? Okay. You know what? Now, I kind of want to just pull a double and record the next one because you, I already saw it. That's what happens when you get into the top ten. It is, it is so all, good. It is all songs that oh my probably deserve to be there. Guys, you are not ready. Because I'm not even ready. It's that good. So, y'all want to stick around for our next episode. If you have not subscribed. What are you doing? Do that junk. (laughs) Stick around for the B-Side Live on our Facebook page. We have not advertised that yet. So I did. Okay, cool. I did. (laughs) Oh, yes, you did. I did see that. Okay. Um, I mean, they, the people listening to this now. We'll already have seen it. We'll have already seen if it. If you haven't seen it, you can go back and watch yeah, it. Yeah, that's true. It'll be there on our Facebook. Yeah. Uh, how can they get a hold of us? You can follow us on Twitter at STTC Podcast. You can follow us and like us on Facebook and Instagram. Woohoo! Shot Through the Chart, Facebook.com slash Shot Through the Chart. Um, if you want to email us, interact with the show in that sort of way, ShotThroughTheChart.com at well, no, not yet. <laughs> Shout through the chart at gmail.com. Through, spelled T-H-R-U. Not to say that there won't be a shot through the chart.com in the future. Yes. Maybe in the near future. Maybe. Giant question marks. Who wants a shot caller's sweatshirt? I do. Yeah, there's a lot of things we're going to be working on. Um, I think the, that being one of them. I think the biggest thing that we need to focus on is getting you more video content Yay. as well and that of course the end of the season is coming up i have videos i need to start editing uh, um, i already started editing our vlogs and yes. i already cried and it's already been interesting yes it's gonna be good guys it's gonna be good we're gonna be pushing out more content for you guys uh we want to do we want to we want to blow this up big we want to uh, do a lot of things want to do a lot a lot a lot of things so let us know if you guys have suggestions feel yeah. free to let us know i know ray of course is always a big uh, supporter of the yes. STTC family. Yes. So uh, he's like the number one shot caller. He is uh, like our third co host. Right? Can we get him a coffee mug? That even number one even more caller? so than my sister, <laughs> who was literally a third co host. Um, but yeah, like just a lot of exciting things uh, on the horizon, a lot of really amazing things that we're really excited to talk to you guys mm-hmm. about. So stick around, stick tuned, uh, follow us, subscribe so y'all will get the updates and all those good things. Um, so many good things. We love you guys. You're awesome. Love you. And we will see you next time. Bye. I am AC Ponce. I guess I'm Stephanie. <laughs> Catch you in the next one.